and uh, I, I didn't know what to say. And she said, I want to give you grandmother's soul. Mm, 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 mm. And so now I am the guardian of oh. grandmother's soul. Wow. To wow. share with every classroom that I'm in to show that not only here is grandmother's soul that survived and subsequent survived, but what do we put in our bowls? Not just ice chips. Wow. But I believe Satchiko's mother put in that bowl for her family resilience, love, um, strength, courage, and a hope for peace. And Wilson, I think we all need, particularly at this time in this pandemic, in this political time that we're in, we all need our own bowls of peace in the middle of our dining room tables or in the middle of a classroom or on a Zoom screen. What would we what will we put in our bowls of peace so that we too can find our way? Uh, with strength and resilience and hope for peace in the world. That is a, a real challenge. That is a real challenge, uh, Mrs. Stewson. Now, um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is the, the talking point uh, with Wilson Alemi. And uh, our guest tonight is uh, uh, Mrs. Karen Stewson, uh, all the way from uh, Minneapolis, uh, the Twin City there in uh, Minnesota. And we are dealing uh, tonight with our two two books. Uh, that is uh, Chachiko, a Nakasaki bomb survivor story, true story, and also another one that she has written, uh, a bow full of peas, a true story. Now I'm going to the second book, that is uh, a bow full of peas uh, again. Uh, uh, the illustrator, the person who has drawn these uh, wonderful wonderful pictures. Uh, has done a wonderful job. What would you say about about him? The, indeed. Um, the illustrator is Akira Kizaka, uh -huh. and he is from Osaka, Japan. Okay. And we knew that as in, in our editor, our book designer, myself, knew that um, we would need a Japanese illustrator to illustrate the picture book and to give it that sensibility of the Japanese culture. Um, Akira was, um, he is a very sensitive artist, and he was able to bring the story to the page. I mean, picture book um, is an art form, and the words and the picture need to come together to share that story. And he was able to bring this very difficult story um, to younger children in a way younger children could experience the images and to feel the profoundness of the story and yet feel safe in the story to experience it. And what I so appreciate uh, about Akira and his work is the way that he used not only color but circles around the family to show how important the family was for all of their survival. And the 
and to show how that bowl became a bowl of gratitude as well as a bowl for human food. Um, he was, uh, what amazed me was that uh, even though his, his beautiful work looks like uh, watercolor, he does this wonderful work all computerized. It's all digital, but um, you would never know that. Whoa, fantastic. So, I think it was interesting. I um, had to, I interviewed him, and I know from doing the story, he said, this tragical story changed the way he looked at his art and his illustration, and that he would never be the same. And I'm not the same writer after tragical story, and uh, Kuzakasen is... Um, not the same illustrator. I think when you know Sajiko's story, you cannot help but be changed by it. Wow, wow. Now, uh, because uh, this um, book, these two books, uh, they are dealing with war, and they are dealing a, a war between two nations. Um, in fact, not two nations, it became a, the Second World War. Now, uh, if I may ask, uh, how has this story, especially the story of Sachiko? been received, uh, how has been the reception uh, in Japan? Well, that's a, that's a very good question. I know, even though I know this, uh, the story has been translated into other languages, I know it has not been translated into Japanese, or not yet. Um, I have, people have written me, Japanese people have written me and said they were so thankful for Sachiko's story and actually that an American would spend all the, this time to understand uh, such a cool story from her point of view. Um, I have had teachers from Japan say, we don't need this story um, translated into Japanese because it's written in such a accessible way, which I really worked at that our children, our students who are studying English, can read this story in English. And then we talk about it in Japanese. But wow, to, that is fantastic. To illustrate, mm. yeah, to translate this, this book was written for Americans, by an American. And I think for the Japanese students to read it in English and to read it with that by that by the American author and not have that translated gives them even more information uh, and more a sense of Sachiko and my relationship. So uh, it's it's just that has been a really interesting insight for me, um, and I'm I'm so happy that uh, those who have read it in Japan have received it so. So well, um, the people of Nagasaki was incredibly helpful in helping me understand um, Sachiko, Sachiko's story. Uh, the mayor of Nagasaki was always there when I was in Nagasaki to support this work. Um, so I am very grateful. And I did want to get back to uh, Professor Takeyuki Miyanishi, 
who was our translator. He translated simultaneously all of our conversations. Uh, Dr. Miyanichi is a professor of environmental science at uh, Nagasaki University. He's also the president of the St. Paul, or rather the Nagasaki St. Paul Sister City uh, Committee. So this um, story, this work, could not have happened without the friendship between St. Paul in Minnesota and Nagasaki City in Japan. They are sister cities. They were sister cities. They, um, they began that relationship in 1955. St. Paul, the capital of Minnesota, and Nagasaki are the longest uh, running, uh, the oldest sister city relationship between an American city uh, and a Japanese and an Asian city, in fact, all of Asia. And so to have that friendship uh, flow into this particular work, as well as many other, uh, many other things to support friendship among us, is uh, really something to celebrate. Fantastic, fantastic. Again, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is uh, Karen Stilson, uh, the holder of uh, Sachiko, a Nagasaki bomb survivor, survivor's story, and also a bomb full of peace, uh, a true story told uh, by those who, who survived uh, the horrors of uh, the bombing of Nagasaki and uh, Hiroshima. It is, uh, it is uh, important uh, to share all stories uh, with young leaders, uh, including uh, difficult stories uh, like this. Now, uh, you again, uh, Ms. Karen, uh, what would you tell parents uh, or teachers uh, concerned that uh, the topic is too heavy for the young leaders? That, uh, that concerned me uh, a lot uh, because... Um, even while I was working with Sachiko, it was a very, it was hard for me to listen to her story without thinking about uh, the, the morality of the bombing, using the atomic bomb, that decision to bomb whole cities and whole populations of civilians. But that happened. And I do think children want the truth. They want the truth of what happened. They need to understand the truth in their own, at their own developmental level, which I hope I did, with both the picture book and the older version. But children want to know um, what happened to, um, to people during very, very difficult times. The other thing I would like to say is that children need to know that people can survive very difficult times. And we are in a very difficult time with this worldwide pandemic. We are all affected by this illness, just as everyone was affected by that worldwide war. And so what I hope teachers and kids and parents, whoever is reading this book, or these books, will understand the, um, the strength of, uh, of the, human, um, the human soul to want to live, 
who want to look for and imagine a better world, a more peaceful world, and how can we take these difficult times, which we are in now, and grow stronger. Um, I think uh, I want teachers and parents to know that their families, that they themselves, can help their children become more resilient. Um, the role the pl families play in both of these is, is tremendous. And their, her parents were there for their children, and they kept saying, we must keep looking forward. And they were looking for the good in their fellow citizens and, their, um, and what the world can really bring not war, but a pathway to peace. So I hope, um, my, my greatest hope is that we can find in this story um, it's the attributes of these, these people in this story of kindness, of empathy, of compassion, of their courage, and their dear, dear wish for peace. Um, having been to Nagasaki uh, many times, having many friends there, I feel Nagasaki really is ground zero for peace. That people really understand the enormity of, of peace because they have experienced the enormity of war. And uh, so I, I do hope that um, children, young children, will read both books, but um, will understand their own strength and the strength that they can bring to others and the strength they can be, bring to their families and their community, and they, too, may find their higher calling in what they are experiencing uh, in their own lives. Fantastic. And well said, uh, Ms. Karen. Uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, once, once again, uh, this is uh, Wilson Alemi with a talking point. Uh, our guest tonight has been uh, Ms. Karen Stilson, all the way from uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, and she's the author of two wonderful, wonderful books. Uh, the first one is Sachiko Anakasaki Bomb Survivor's Story. Please, uh, when you go to the store, pick one of these books. Uh, and uh, you will be amazed uh, what you shall run out of it. Uh, and the next one uh, is, uh, the other one is uh, Ambo, Full of Peace, uh, A True Story. Tonight, it has been a, a, a great joy having this uh, accomplished uh, author with us here tonight. Uh, otherwise, uh, for now, we shall say good evening and uh, see you next time. Thank you. <laughs>